Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro Ruiz, Creative Tech here at Adafruit. And every week we're here to share our 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and do electronics, bring them together to make inspirational projects for you. Hello, everybody. We are hanging out in the Discord chat room. If anyone would like to join us live during the show, you can send us comments, questions, um, emojis. You can do so by hitting up the Discord chat room. We're hanging out in the live broadcast chat room. That's over here in the sidebar. And you can get uh, an invite link to that by heading over to discord.gg slash Adafruit. <laughs> hello, everybody in the chat room. Pedro's going to say hello to you. Good morning, everybody. We are hanging out in the Discord, on the YouTube, on Facebook, Twitch, Periscope, LinkedIn. Good morning, everybody. Hanging out, joining us every week. Let's go ahead and jump straight into the show. Okay, cool. We'll give you shout-outs after the uh, the housekeeping. So let's keep this house. Um, 100 Days of Masking is still going on. I don't know how many days are left, probably a few, but if you pick up anything in the Adafruit shop right now, you'll get yourself a black surgical mask. If you go to adafruit.com slash free, you can see all the different freebies that are going on. Wow. So for orders that are a dollar or more, you get the mask. For orders that are $99 or more, you get the mask, plus the Permaproto Housesite breadboard. For orders that are 149 or more, you get the Permaproto, the black mask, and a free Stemma QT board. We are talking about Stemma QT later in the show, but if you want to get a free one, make sure you spend more money with us. Uh, for orders that are $200 or more, you get the free Stemma QT board, the free Permaproto half-size breadboard, and the black surgical mask, but we're not done because for orders that are $200 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping, the Stemma QT breakout, the Permaproto half-size breadboard, the black surgical mask. It's still not done. For orders that are $2.99, you get the free shipping, the Stemma QT breakout, the Permaproto half-size breadboard, and a free black surgical mask. So please do yourself a favor and spend more money with Adafruit. Because uh, we, your, your, we need your orders. Whew, was I was going to say, today. but there's more. <laughs> Is there more? I forgot to do the Billy Mays. But there's more. <laughs> there's also Help Wanted. If you, if you want to help and get paid for it, Check out the new jobs that are added to the jobs board. You can head over to jobs.adafruit.com. You can see all the ones here in the blue are, are, are great. So check them out. I, I like Mac Inspires. Check them out. They're looking for a makerspace manager in the New York, New York area. So if you are in the New York, New York area, check it out. That is so cool. And there's other things like executive director for open source initiative. Nice. That's super cool. And it's uh, free to make a profile, whether you're a company or a maker. Hey, and that one's remote, the uh, open source director. Yeah, all of them should be, but that's me. Okay, what, what, what's next? 
Uh, we had a, a circuit Python meetings happen on Monday at 2 p.m. These happen in the Discord server. So if you'd like to join in on those meetings, you can do so. We like to hear from the community as well as the core devs, what they're working on, uh, and, and concrete stats to keep them grounded, as they like to say. Blinka is a cake, and it tastes good, too. All right, heading on over to the newsletters. Adafruitdaily.com is where you can subscribe to all of the newsletters. Uh, my favorite one is Python on Hardware. You should check that one out. 3D printing is good, too, but Python on Hardware is what I really like. So check that one out. Um, and all the other ones that are there, too, you need to subscribe to them because we don't automatically do that because we're Adafruit and we don't spam. If you go to adafruit.com slash newsletter, you'll notice that it's different from the daily newsletter. This is a weekly product-focused newsletter. Everything that gets added uh, uh, to the Adafruit shop bi-weekly uh, gets added in this newsletter. So if you want to check that out, adafruit.com slash newsletter. That's all of it, man. I ran through that pretty good. All right, what's up, everybody in the chat room? We having fun? <laughs> good morning, John Hendrickson. Of course, good morning, Bruce. And in the YouTube chat, it's just us right now because <laughs> it's early. Good morning to Leon Diaz. And over on the Facebook and oh, on okay. the Twitch. I missed Leon. Sorry. There you are. Good morning, everybody. Good all right, morning. let's go ahead and. Uh, Jump onto is. this pretty cool project for the Feather RP. The Feather RP. This is the first time we've ever had a. Um, let me refresh. <laughs> this is great. Um, so we did a, a demo. Oh no, it's gone now. Sometimes it happens. There it is. The Feather RP twenty forty is in stock. It's like the cheapest feather, and it has the most features of any feather, I think. So check it out. Here we have a. Uh, a little demo that we put together for the feather. So this is uh, running. This has the new RP2040 chip from Raspberry Pi. It's running CircuitPython. This is a little demo code. This is a sensor. It's the BME680 sensor. And my camera won't focus. This is, this is live streams. You got to click all the buttons. All right, how's that? Is that better? Sweet. All right, so we got the feather right here. It's running CircuitPython. You plug this in through USB-C. It shows up like a USB drive. And whoa, there's all the code and the library files. That's the beauty of CircuitPython. This has a 8 megabyte flash. Originally, it was going to be 4, but that didn't work out. So we threw in the 8 one. So you get way more, double the, the storage. So you can have fonts, images, bitmaps, and maybe the whole library bundle in the, uh, that giant Eight megabyte flash. You'll get it before Lamar changes it back to four. Um, this is a, my favorite OLED display right now. It's 1.5 inches. That is uh, a lot of millimeters. And then um, over here is the BME 680 sensor that has uh, four different things. It has pressure, humidity, temperature, and gas. I know so because it says so right there in the label. And then uh, I, I put these icons together. Shout out to Lady Ada and Liz Clark who uh, helped me put this code together because I don't write code. But CircuitPython, you totally can. You can you can write code and not be a programmer. <laughs> That's what's the beauty of CircuitPython. This is a Lego plate. Um, it's official Lego. It's got the Lego thing on it. And I put together uh, one of these brackets here that are 3D printed. All of these are 3D printed and they're already like available. And we'll take a look at the learn guide and where you can grab these if you want to use a Lego base plate to put together your projects. Very cool way to do so. And this is an Adabot. This is also a project. He's oh a no, Lego I did thing. not link him. That's fine. And then this is a, a little 3D printed Raspberry Pi. Uh, kudos to Pseudo Warmy, who, who, who uh, gave this to me. Excellent. That's the demo. Um, the feathers in stock, so you can grab that. Uh, we have a max limit, a maximum limit, 10 per customer. But uh, hey, they're there. It's like 12 bucks. It's the cheapest feather we have because that, that RP2040 chip is, uh, is good. Um, yeah. <laughs> what else can I say? All right, so yeah, the, the, the Grayscale OLED 1.5 inch display is awesome. This has two Stemma ports on it, so you can daisy chain uh, more um, Stemma connectors and Stemma breakouts, as you saw in the demo. I have it um, hooked up into the feather. No soldering here, no headers. You just plug in these cables. 
and then on the other side here you can plug in uh, a thing and then because the Mars making just about all the stemma uh, breakouts have two stemmas in and out you can daisy chain more and have like a longer thing if you needed to um, so that's so freaking cool so this display one of my favorite right now we used it in the MIDI Pico project from uh, last week or maybe two weeks ago and it's my favorite display right now. It's 128 by 128. That's the pixels. Um, it works over I squared C, but also SPI. It's got breakout pins on the top there. If you want to share any of those, you can, you can still solder into the breakout. And the mounting holes are in a great spot for mounting it, panel mounting it, or you know, 3D printing a thing for it. Very cool. I also have a 3D model of the thing, so you can check that out if you want to design a, an embedded case for it. Here it is running, um, running with a Cutie Pi, which is like the smallest CircuitPython board you can get. That's really cool. Dude, the feather's cheaper than the display. That's crazy. And then for the, uh, for the, the, the Stemma breakout sensor, this is the BME680. It's out of stock right now, but you can sign up to get notified when they are back in stock. It has the four things, the, the pressure, humidity, temperature, and gas, which is pretty crazy. And it just works really well with CircuitPython. It's got a really good uh, driver. It's super easy to, to spit out some, some values. It is available on DigiKey, so you can buy it through DigiKey if you'd like. We do have some products that, are, that can be purchased through DigiKey, our favorite reseller partner, one of our favorite reseller partners, I'll say. Yeah, what else do we have here? I think the learn guide for the feather. Yeah. Learn guide. Yeah, if you'd like to get these STLs uh, for the Lego stuff, we have a learn guide called Lego Stemma Lego Base Plates, and that's where I shoved them all. Um, there's a oh boy, our learn guide just um, took us out of here. <laughs> uh, let me try to work through this. So you can download the STLs. Or get the Fusion file if you want to modify them, like this, the original file. You can download a step file if you want to use a different CAD package. And uh, they're all labeled here. But uh, yeah, the addition ones that we did for this particular project this week was the 1.5 OLED, which is right here, and the little battery, which is the 400 milliamp battery that's ideal for feathers. This one here, it's a 400 milliamp battery. This just slides um, in and out of the little retainer there. And then on the bottom here, we have these little, uh, these little pegs that fit into the thing, right? They easily come apart because it's designed to kind of do so. Whoops. So you want to be careful not to, you know, apply pressure to the battery. That's why I don't have it like uh, super tight. It's just a little, uh, a little kind of fitting. It's kind of a loose fitting rather. But there you go. Uh, they're available on Thingiverse as well. Let me pull up the Thingiverse page if I have it. Maybe I don't. I did, but I don't now, so it's fine. I think this link will take you to, uh, oh, maybe not. I'm in edit mode. This link will take you to the Thingiverse page, and I will switch to that right now. Here it is. It's on Thingiverse. We'll add it to other sites, but for now, it's on Thingiverse. Um, this is a page of the page I put together. Uh, a couple, I don't know. That says on there. Oh, September 15th. Yeah, a little bit ago when, um, when the Cutie Pie came out, we figured, hey, let's do all the Stemma stuff um, in Lego format, and we continue to do so now. We'll add, of course, more parts as we get things, um, but there's a whole bunch of them, so that's great, the Lego bits. They are printed in, like, two pieces and then glued together. That way um, you can print it without any supports. You just glue the pieces together there. I'm trying to take off this bit here. <laughs> There we go. So that's, oh, I had to pick the black one, huh? That's hard to see. Uh, but there, it has built-in standoffs um, for these uh, style of things. <coughs> Mounting holes. Yeah, <coughs> the bottom here is uh, just kind of glued together. You can't quite see the seam there, but it's there. And the camera never focuses, even though it's set to autofocus. It never does. Yeah, so very, very simple. Just kind of, well, I would recommend plugging it into the base plate first and then snapping it on top of the PCB. Like so. Like that. Yeah. This is really good on the refresh rate. Wow. Like on the webcam, you can barely see the flicker. 
there's no flicker in real life. It's just uh, normally over the camera, you get this nasty flicker. But so far, so good, yeah? Yeah. Cool. I got some questions about uh, using displays, and <clears throat> people are linking to the massive amount of displays you can use with a Raspberry Pi there. With a Pi? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. My favorite display right now. Very good. And it's grayscale, so you can get different tones of gray, which is cool. All right. Come through posting all the links. <clears throat> Thank you. So yeah, the Feather RP2040. We'll have more projects with it as we make new projects. I think just using this going forward is really great. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that gets me is, of course, the price, the USB-C, the uh, extra reset button that's already attached to there. You don't have to add an extra one. And I think I already said the recharging of the battery. And then the size of the flash. Yeah, the Feather was announced. The, the Feather, it says Pico 2040 on it. That was like the code name. This is a 3D model they put together when it was first announced, which was probably near the end of January. So I do have a 3D model for it right now. I want to revisit it because it's not green. And we have some beautiful silkscreen artwork from the dragon himself, Philip Burgess. So I do want to update this model. But hey, look, it's got the USB-C type connector and it's got the JSTSH4, better known as the Stemma QT port. And it has like all the things that you know about, um, maybe you don't know about, <laughs> what are they, SOT23s, SOT, whatever, whatever. Those are the package footprints for the little components. Um, so yeah, good stuff. Uh, Hugo's asking about these. Was this the same display that was used on the MIDI Fighter? Absolutely, yes, yes, it was the exact same display that we used in the MIDI Fighter, which is great. I'm posting up the links if you want to grab the 3D model of the Feather RP2040 for your CAD projects. Perfect for laying out all of the mounting holes or checking all of the uh, clearances for making a case. Absolutely, and the viewport <clears throat> too, like the bezel around the display is always like what's the actual viewing area like the pixel area mm -hmm. so i always try to do that with my models and you can see here it's got a nice little happy face um may or may not be a bemo face <laughs> but hey we have a 3d model of this as well and you can grab that through the learn guide as a part of all new products get a fancy learn guide give you pinouts and some sample code but yeah works with circuit python and arduino and then I think you already talked about the little mounting I base did not. that we're using. This is a little plate. Um, last week we had this on a piece of acrylic. I just increased that bit bigger and it just fits like that on the desk, which works really well. Yeah. I like this Lego plate. This is a good one. What is this, like 12 by 8 or something? I don't even remember what it came in. Yeah, it came with something, but these are great. And a lot of good comments on the feather. People are saying, don't forget, it's got the LiPo management built right in. It sure does. So if I were to plug this in through USB, <coughs> which I, do I have a cable? Pedro, do you have a cable and USB-C cable? <laughs> Where is the USB-C cable? Nope, that's lightning. We don't have a single USB-C cable in this room. It's probably in the other room because we're doing photos. Mm. Wanna grab it? Let's see. Yeah. So, I'll, the idea is to plug in USB-C into here and then like disconnect the battery or have the battery plugged in, disconnect the battery, and then it'll switch to USB-C. So let's give that a shot. So plug that in. Go ahead and plug that into your computer. You only have one port, right? Two. <laughs> Two boards. Excellent. Cool. So now it's recharging the battery. You get a little uh, charging indicator. And let's turn off the focus. So you get the so now that um, I can just disconnect the battery. I always, I always have to use pliers. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. There we go. Uh, so that's awesome. Now it's just it's still running. The code didn't restart or anything, so that's good. And then if you plug in the battery, we can uh, disconnect. All right, yeah, you can disconnect here. And then uh, there it is, it's switched over. <laughs> Super cool demo. And then Hugo is saying that happy face is when everybody looks at the, uh, realizes how easy it was 
project together with uh, King Stemma QT and yeah. Circuit Python. You know what's really awesome? Like if I we do have another OLED, we can switch out this OLED, and in the code, all we have to do is change like a couple lines that says what the driver is for the display, and all the underlining code, displaying labels, icons would all work, which is crazy. That is that is the power of Circuit Python. Is like all the underlining code will work across whatever whatever driver because we try to make all the drivers work. Well, they do with Display I/O. So that's like the power of Display I/O. It's like it doesn't care what driver you have or what display you have. It just sees it all the same. It's pretty cool. Maybe we'll do that for a demo. Um, at some point in the future, we'll be like, hot swap the display and show like, mm. and we'll just have two different code pies. We'll just rename the name so mm -hmm. like, we don't have to edit the code. We just That's change the file name and then you can quickly see how it, it works across displays. Cool. Yeah. Because this original demo code isn't for this display. It was for uh, one of the smaller OLEDs in a different driver. Yeah, so it's really cool. All right, posted up all the CAD and the Learn Guides if you guys want to check any of those out and check out the sample codes for that. Yeah. As well as the fritzing, too, if you want to make some circuit diagrams. Can you grab the other feather that's in the, um, the same room that you grabbed the cable from? Because I do have another feather and I have some kind of fun demo code on it. <laughs> I really want to show the demo code because uh, this is a good way to show values from a sensor, but what if you just want to have a, a regular display? So here's what I'll do. I'll plug this in here. I'll uh, unplug this here. Take that out. Swap out this feather. So this is the feather with the uh, temperature stuff. So what's on this feather? I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. What if there's nothing on it? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing on it. <laughs> My demo failed. What's your computer say? Anything? It's not mounting. Well. <laughs> well, there was something on there? Yeah, there's supposed to be a bitmap of a little face. It didn't quite work, though. Reset it? No, because then I'll have to install the, um, mm. the thing again. Yeah. Do you have Cura open happened. or something? Sometimes, yeah, your, your Cura is messing with it. Tip, don't have Cura open. Yeah, because it takes over the, uh, the COM port. Yeah, and it, sometimes it can kill your... All right, well, that's a tip. Do not use Cura while you're uh, doing CircuitPython device. It just wipes your drive sometimes because it gives it N commands, Pedro. <laughs> I should have told you. I'm sorry. It's my fault. Um, so there's the demo. <laughs> you don't have a... A thing, do you? Mm -hmm. Go to circuitpython.org and download the UF2. We'll do it live here. So if you go to circuitpython.org, we'll do a quick installation of it. So here I am, circuitpython.org. You can search or browse if you like. I'm going to browse or go to downloads. And, uh, and then in the search box, I'll just type in RP. And there it is, Feather RP2040. The latest version of CircuitPython is beta 4. Right now, 6.2 beta 4. So I can grab that. That just came out a couple days ago. So you can download that to get this guy in the bootloader. I hope it runs on the MacBook M1. I think it does. But what you need to do is, so this is plugged into Paige's computer, the M1 MacBook. I'm going to hold down the boot select button. Hold it down. While holding it down, I'm going to plug this in. Keep it hold, held down until it shows up on Pedro's computer, and then let go because it shows up as RP2040. Pedro's now going to drag and drop the RP2040 UF2 file onto the USB drive. The USB drive is shown up as RP or RPI RP2, and then that's going to automatically flash the firmware. And I already have the code and the libraries on the SPI flash, so even though I just reflashed the UF2. Um, I think I broke it though. It's not quite loading. Can you? Is uh, it? It's already been injected. Uh, oh, it has. All right. Well, can you disconnect and plug it in again? I think maybe my files got wiped. Can you look at the drive and see what the code file and libraries look like? Come on. I'm going to have to blame your MacBook. <laughs> what else to blame? It won't even show up now. Wonderful. All right. Well, 
Don't maybe don't use the MacBook M1. I know it works, but not. I don't know. Maybe the battery did something to it. Let me try it again. It's trying. There you go. Sorry about that. And um, because it's loading the REPL, you can you can load the the serial terminal right onto it. It's going to keep doing that because Pedro's like loading the file and opening it up and stuff. But that's the bitmap I wanted to show. This is a full color bitmap. Um, but because it's using an OLED, it'll just display what it can. So there's a little bit of gray there. What a cute little face. That, th thank you for working. That was... Imagine if this didn't work. <laughs> it kind of didn't, right? Oh, I'm trying to plug that in. All right. So there you go. Uh, we installed CircuitPython on a MacBook M1. It works. Yay. And now my... Uh, there it is. Oh, we got some tips saying that you can actually disable the USB plugin in Cura if you're not printing directly from it. Oh gosh, that is a good tip. We didn't do that like right now. <laughs> I know, where is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's just an extension in the marketplace? Yeah, I think I broke it again, sorry folks, with the M1 and stuff. But and then uh, Hugo saying you can also use the reset button to get into the bootloader mode with the feather. Yeah, that's true. I think with most feathers, you can do that, yes. Yes, yes. All right, cool. So that was the point, was to kind of hot swap the feather and show different code running on it and using the same display. So yeah. Yay. Even when it fails, it ends up working eventually. Eventually, yes. I'll plug this back in and see if this can work. Yay. Woo. Excellent. All right, cool. We did it. All right, so yeah, CircuitPython works really good. <laughs> I was going to say, like, mostly works. No, it, it, it does work. Um, and then sweet. there is, if you guys want to go into the Discord over at discord.gg slash Adafruit. Uh, yeah. I can't pronounce this name. JF4Scene is uh, linking to a GitHub issue that describes the REPL and the um, cool the clue board. Oh, nice, from Brian, sedacious. Goody, goody. Hey, well. Yeah, it's funny seeing, uh, sometimes I will see Cura's M commands <laughs> displaying on here. Maybe that's cool, maybe that's something you wanna do. <laughs> like seeing the M commands displaying on here is kinda neat. Maybe we can make a little they do sniffer have, or something. Right. They do have accessibility um, options on like the, the right. their printers. Right. You plug in a, 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 a USB HID device. Mm -hmm. It um, you can play Pong on your holding makers. Sweet. Well, that is the project. I hope folks check out the Lego stuff. Here's a link to it, and also the learn guide has links to the uh, to the thing. And pick up a feather if you haven't yet. They're still in stock. Go ahead and pick Why up ten. What? what? <laughs> yeah, pick up ten if you would. That'd be great. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's Woody prototyping. I think it's what this, uh, this user on the YouTube channel is asking about. What is that uh, display in the background? What is that display? Remember the giant sign we had here? I shrunk it down and I put it in there and I added more pixels. That's what I did. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Okay, cool. So that is a project I'm prototyping. Um, I'll start off with like the thing. So like I got myself a 16 by 16 pixel matrix from Amazon for $20. So this is uh, a flexible, I haven't even opened it yet, but it's, uh, they're NeoPixels, W whatever, whatever. Um, and there's 256 of these pixels. So my thing was like, okay, they're $20. How good are they really? So I, I bought uh, two of them from Amazon and I wanted to see if they work with Adafruit hardware. So it totally does. Um, it's the exact same pitch and the exact same pins and labels um, that we are that we kind of know already. Um, and I, I started up these uh, these three pin JST connectors to it. I have a prop maker Featherwing and a Feather NRF52840. I could totally put one of these, but I didn't want to solder any headers. So we can plug this in and get our pixels um, running. So here I have USB micro cable micro B. Um, so this is a 3D printed frame with some black LED acrylic and 
the pixel frame is something I showed last week where I was uh, prototyping the pitch and the, the pixel spacing for it. This is running CircuitPython. The LED animation library lets you create these really awesome um, animations and uh, create grids so you can animate with uh, an arrangement of pixels to make a pixel grid like this one is here. This one does the alternating zigzag pattern, so that's just set up in there. And um, yeah, the 3D printed frame works really well here. So this is the, uh, the, the rainbow sparkle um, effect that's a part of the LED library. This is a fade, um, which is pretty simple. And there's some really cool ones here coming up. Um, 160 uh, centimeters is like the size of this. So it'll fit on a kind of your standard bed of a 3D printer, a little bit kind of mid-range mid build size. This is the Comet um, animation working with the, uh, the NeoPixel Grid Helper, which allows you to do cool stuff. And this is the, the new kind of, uh, is it the Comet? I think it's, no, it's the Chase animation. So that makes a really fun animation there. And then uh, back to, to Wipe. So yeah, so this uh, is super easy to, to take it apart. Um, this is the frame bit. This is the, uh, the black LED acrylic that we stock. We love this stuff so much. Uh, one side is matte and the other side is glossy. So you want to put the matte side facing down and this just press fits in there. The way I was able to cut this was I printed a PDF template and then put it over my big sheet of acrylic and then I just scored it and cut it down. I just sanded the edges so that it has a nice uh, fitting to it. The next piece of it is this grid which takes 10 hours to print but there it is. This is fitted inside of another kind of insert, and that insert is where the screws are for attaching um, the doubler feather wing. So uh, there's nothing really holding the NeoPixel display to the grid. The only thing that's kind of special about the grid is it has these reliefs, these little cutouts for the capacitors that are strung across the arrangement of the pixels. Um, and this is it. It's a, you know, it's flexible, but you're not supposed to really flex it a lot because it could crack the, the, the solder. So from assembly standpoint, it's super easy to put together. Just line up those uh, kind of reliefs with the, um, with the things there. And then this has a really nice flush fitting to it. It has a little bit of, of, uh, of wiggle room, I guess, but that's not a problem. And then this fits in like that. Maybe put that down first and then this. So that all press fits and has a nice flush um, fitting to it. So it's a little it's a little loose, but it's got real tight fitting into the frame itself. And then the last thing to do is to fit the grid into the cover. No screws for these pieces. The only screws you need are these four for the uh, for the standoffs, M25 standoffs. And there you go. That's the whole that's the whole assembly. Super simple. I, I really like the idea of building your own grid, soldering your own pixels and all that. Um, this, because it's $20, like, I just had to, man. $20, 256 pixels, that's crazy. And what's funny is it came as a two-pack. Yeah, I bought it as a two-pack. It was only $38 for the two-pack. So you save like, what, two bucks? Mm -hmm. So this is amazing. I really want to do a learn guide and uh, a project for it, a video project for it. Um, yeah, and I love it in the background there, and uh, having two of them, or have this be something else, and uh, like some sort of MIDI instrument would be really cool to have as well. But yeah, I hope to do this one soon. I gotta let Lamar know about it. <laughs> I haven't really told her about it. I just built it on my own, and uh, some nice purple glitter filament here. Fancy. Um, yeah, man, this thing's so fun. I love pixels, and that effect is so great. You might remember the smaller version I did, the eight by eight. I don't know where it is. Wonderful. It's somewhere. Wonderful, fantastic. Kirk on YouTube is saying that uh, those are cool. Wants to make a cube with six of these. <laughs> that is something that we might or may not do. The black LED acrylic is something we love so much that we started stocking 12 by 12 inch sheet. So you can pick that up for 10 bucks from Adafruit. You could also get it from Tap Plastics. That's another good place to get it from. That's where we originally got it from but we get it straight from, I think, one of the manufacturers. So, so yeah, it's a 10 by 10, 12 by 12 inch sheet, which uh, is good enough, big enough rather for this project. Yeah. Yeah. 
grabbing all the links. <clears throat> and people like it. Yay. Yeah, it's saying really cool. uh, many potential uses, clocks, eye candy, whatever. The yeah, price I'd love is to do awesome. a sand demo, like where it has the. It, it's a prop maker. It has a built-in accelerometer, so we could do a sand demo. That'd be so cool. That's actually one of the other questions. The entire display is being powered by just that board. Yeah. So when it comes to power, it's like, well, how are you powering this thing? That's the power of the prop maker featherwing. You see those honking resistors there? That's what's like allowing it to do it. That's what I think. But yeah, this just plugs in there. That's literally it. It's running off my computer, and I already have like a dozen, a dozen things on my computer. But the prop maker Featherwing uh, has all the special circuitry to power these pixels properly with five volts, even though it's you know a three volt logic board. Isn't that amazing? Like that's crazy for me. The prop maker Featherwing is something you can pick up. Um, it is like one of the best Featherwings, in my opinion, because it gives you the accelerometer. It gives you a speaker, it gives you high power LED stuff, so you can power those one watt RGB LEDs. And just search for prop, and uh, here it is. You can get it with or without headers. Here's the assembled version for 10 bucks. Um, the NeoPixel port on the back there is really nice to have on board, so you don't have to solder really to the board itself. You can just plug and play. Um, yeah, it has a built-in amplifier for uh, sound effects, built-in accelerometer. It's basically like you want to make a prop, that's, this is it right here. And then combined with the prop maker, or rather the doubler, uh, allows you to spread your, your wings. <laughs> you can have one feather there and then your feather wing there. So that's kind of what I have set up here. Yeah. And I just posted the link to the um, two-pack of the uh, yeah. Matrix. It's a really simple design. So if anyone has like some cool ideas, like maybe some handles on the side or, or something else that I can attach to it. What if it had like a, an AMG thermal camera on top okay. and then like you can see um, a thermal view of something? That'd be kind of neat. A clock would be great. An IoT game of sorts. So you could play maybe Pong over the internet somehow. Maybe it's attached to like a, a joystick arcade thing. Like there's so many cool potential things you could do with this effect. Like I love this effect. Oh, it's so cool. There you go. At some point we're gonna have party parrots on here. <laughs> I just gotta <laughs> say that. It just has to happen. It has to happen. We'll have party parrots for sure. Yeah, let them, uh, <clears throat> good comments on the acrylic, it being the secret sauce for how good this looks. Yeah, it really is. Even our, our seven-year-old Gavin, when I uh, show him, I'm like, it's black, there's nothing. And then like, it's like, so how is on. that possible? How is it possible that light can go through a black colored thing? Some crazy optics going on here. And yeah, Yanni in uh, the Discord saying, Battleship game. Ooh, yeah. Or a light bright style game. Oh. That'd be cool where you just kind of paint your own thing. Mm -hmm. That'd be really cool, a light bright. So yeah, this is why I want to like give it out like now because I want folks to to, to write code for it. <laughs> Sweet, and that's uh, what we're prototype. Well, there's more stuff. Pedro's got oh yeah stuff. We still, we still have a lot of time, so that's great. Okay, cool. Yeah, so continuing or finishing up the little guardian robot. This is a little shoulder companion robot uh, that Philomar wanted. They see a lot of these going out and uh, just did some paint work on this little guy. Oh, I left the, I'm still shooting like the part shot, mm -hmm. so I forgot to put the it's diffuser back on there. Uh, it's still... Uh, just in time for Easter, folks. He's an egg bot. Right? <laughs> this is perfect. So super simple little guy here. There's a servo inside, a little NeoPixel ring to give his little eye that glowingness. You can kind of see the little swirls that are going mm -hmm. on in there. Everything is snap fit together, so all of the components. I showed this off last week, but Here's the guy with the LiPo charger now inside there. So nice little screw that's on the bottom there that is charging the battery, which is on the inside of here. Got a little uh, switch on here to turn the circuit on and off and an itsy bitsy uh, NRF 2840. So you can connect over Bluetooth and maybe Make trigger some them. different um, movements or some trigger some different animations. Yeah, so the whole guy is being put together with these lovely little Pico uh, Mullix connectors. So you can disassemble this, or for assembly, it's a lot more easier to uh, connect all those, not have everything soldered up to the board. 
easily put that together. Nice little custom uh, horn on here that's controlling the whole head. And you can see in here, these little, uh, it locks into these little snaps there. Little grabbers. Little mm. grabbers. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, it's nice. A, it's a good simple bot with some, uh, some snap fit pieces, some magnets. Here's yeah, how so, you put it on your shoulder. Yeah, so really just attach it to yeah. your shoulder with one of these uh, little metal things that are usually sh sold with a uh, little shoulder companion. puppets. Yeah. yeah, you can get soldier like from the Disney theme parks. Mm -hmm. There's like the Pandora banshees that you can get. I they think have, that's what they that's just from. released a whole bunch more too for yeah. the little plushies. And there's some so. Star Wars creatures as well from mm -hmm. Galaxy's Edge, but yeah, it's just a piece of metal with them rubbering in here. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can buy that separately. So. I look so future with that on, like, yeah. <laughs> cyberpunk now. So, of course, everything was painted with this lovely acrylic gold paint. Yeah. Uh, wanted to avoid having to have it dual extrude just so everybody would be able to print one of these guys. And then all the uh, legs just snap together and uh, a nice little floppy action. And that is next week's project. I totally have some, like, um, Naruto Shinobi vibes here. <laughs> this faceplate, this headplate here. Very cool. Yeah, this is so so awesome. Great little companion bot, um, rechargeable with the the light poly battery. That's great. Um, yeah, Bluetooth. It's all running circuit Python. This is some super simple demo code. We want to um, ask the dragon for some help here to get some more random movements and triggering some different things uh, via the Blue Fruit app. So we can do some Bluetooth control. Yep. And as you just saw there, it all snap fits together. And a uh, nice little simple assembly for this guy. There's only Would like the feather fit in here? Like, I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to make him bigger. Uh, we're off the entire, bit, yeah. yeah, the entire body was scaled to just the um, itsy bitsy. Yeah. All right. Well, when you're looking at smallness, motor. that's probably what we should recommend is yeah. the itsy bitsy. Mm -hmm. I just, my, the commenter in my head is like, well, why don't you use a feather? Because that's. I didn't design it for that. Yeah. <laughs> It was gotcha. a Lamar suggestion for the yeah, itsy bitsy. Like bitsy. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. And these are uh, printed uh, snap fit um, feet. Good job on the little trim here for painting. That's great. Mm -hmm. Cool. Eggbot. Let's uh, see. Arm Zelda, Man. Age of Calamity. Uh, Arm Man VP saying, yeah, seeing the little baby Groot ones at Disney Springs. Oh, yeah, the baby Groot one. So cute. And then a snake game would be easy for the Matrix. Ooh, yeah, a snake game would be super cool. Pong, snake, um, asteroid. It's 16 by 16, so you're a little limited, but yeah, snake would totally work well in that small pixel format. And then uh, Mr. Certainly Bruce saying that the next best uh, display price uh, was 11 bucks for a single sheet, but that would take over a month from China, Hong Kong, yeah, Taiwan. Yeah, I forgot to mention that the, the Matrix I got from Amazon was next day delivery. Yeah. It's like, insane. what? <laughs> 20 bucks? Next day? Two. Fun <laughs> two. Because I buy them from Adafruit, but we're out of stock. I think when Lamar um, kind of looks at the manufacturer, she might be like, wait a minute, the price has changed. <laughs> like, oh, I can cut the price now. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. So hopefully that happens. All right, cool. So that's what we're prototyping. Um, well, there's another thing. Uh, we have time, right? I'll, I'll give it five minutes. It's the Cyber Deck for the Raspberry Pi. We got our hands on the Cyber Deck. Well, really, the Pi 400. So this is the Pi 400, and this is the Cyber Deck for the Raspberry Pi. We have two versions of it, one for a bonnet, for the bonnets, and one for a hat. Those are the full-size hat. So what I have here is the, um, well, how does it connect, and how does it work, blah, blah, blah. So this thing has um, this uh, two by 20, so 40 pin thingy. And then you plug accessories into the Pi here. This is for power. You're supposed to give it like five volt USB-C, three amps or whatever. And then you have a couple of USB options and um, a Cat5. And then there's your, your, uh, your, what do you call it? Your SD card. So it's designed with this jaunty angled um, header thing that Very Lamar good. had custom made and it keys into the thing there. So I designed this little bracket because I was like, well, I need to fit like a sensor on it. So I came up with this kind of modular, um, come on, mount bracket that has these slots here, two of them, so you can mount whatever you want to it. So that's really cool. It's not designed for a custom board or anything. 
it's, it's meant to be modular. It takes like half an hour to 3D print. So to make this portable, we have the PowerBoost 1000C, and I have that wired up to, uh, to this little USB-C um, connector here. And then I have here is the Stemma sensor. Oh no, I need the Stemma cable. I guess I'll have to steal it. You remember that Adafruit fruit box that we got, Pedro? We never took it out because I needed like, I need a bigger cable now. Um, do you want to grab it for me? Uh, it's in the it's other in the garage, room. isn't it? No, the, just on the ta on the photo table. I think there's more of these Stemma cables. So um, yeah, I need a bigger. I'm running out of Stemma cables. Um, so. What's great about the cyber the CyberDeck is that it has Stemma connect connectors built into it, so I can plug and play Stemma sensors to a Raspberry Pi, and I can use um, the libraries from Adafruit that are for Blinka. That's the wrapper for Linux hardware. Thank you so much. So now I can connect this, literally plug and play, no soldering here, and then just plug this in the right way, right here. Okay, so now our sensor is connected. Brilliant. On-off switch will turn on the power boost. It'll, um, it gives me, so I'm using a 2200 uh, LiPo battery. It's only a 3.7 volt battery, but because of the power boost, it's going to boost that up to 5 volts, um, 2 amps, I think. And uh, it's turning on right now. I have killed the battery, so now I need to, <laughs> this one. This is the micro cable. So I will plug this in. What's cool about the power boost that it lets you know when the battery is low because I had the little the red LED with something. So now it's charging it um, through my computer, and hopefully this starts up here, so we can show the demo. Is it working? <laughs> Welcome to Raspberry Pi. It's work. Comment Susan is saying that she needs that cyber deck rack. It's pretty cool, right? Um, there's there could there was an issue maybe with power when I first started it up. It's hard to tell if it's like going or not. There's like an A, I think that's activity, but I don't see any activity. Maybe the SD card came out. I know that happened to me once. All right, I'm gonna have to do something that's not so kosher, but turn it off and then turn it back on. I really want to show you the heat thermal camera um, demo because we have some demo code uh, for the AMG 8833, which is an IR thermal camera sensor that plugs in through Stemma QT. Um, yeah. Give it a second. It's doing something. I saw the power uh, LED blink. It's running the latest, you know, OS, Raspbian, whatever. And real quick, I got a question from Mark asking, uh, hat versus bonnet, what's the difference? Yeah, the difference is just format. So the bonnet is just slightly smaller, right? So it's shorter. So, so it would fit on like a Pi yeah, Zero, Raspberry yeah, Pi Zero. It would fit on a, well, no, it's, it's like the Pi bonnet is for the bonnet accessories. So any OLEDs that are small, that are shorter, this is a full-size hat. So that's how you can tell it's a full-size hat. Like this is like the footprint for that. So that's really the difference. It's just a format thing. I, 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 I think it's loading. Happened. I'm not <laughs> sure what's going on here. I am uh, SSHing into it to see if it uh, is showing up or not. I think I might have corrupted it or something. I don't know. Too excited. <laughs> I just tried it. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not going. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I think it just... Live demos. Yeah, for sure, it's a live demo. You know what, I think I jammed this in wrong. So you are able to uh, 
plug that in. Even though it's keyed, you are able to plug that in wrong. I don't... Maybe? Nah, I don't think I plugged it in wrong. Because it is keyed, like you said. The screen's showing up white, though. That's, that's different. Yeah, there it is. It's happening, folks. Maybe I spoke too soon. Let me see if I... Oh, there it is. All right. Holy crap. Well, you know, Raspberry Pi, right? So it does have a touchscreen. You got to be kind of careful with it. Um, it's, it's running the mirror frame buffer copy. Like if you know PyTFT, you'll know the frame buffer copy mode. All right, so what I'll do is just type in uh, CDAMG8833. That's the folder I want to go to. Then I'll run the Python script by typing in Python code.py and I'm going to run it. So this is the demo code that is a part of the, uh, the AMG8833 learn guide. So you can grab this demo code right now, copy and paste into your Py script and, and get this running right away. So that's the demo I wanted to show you. <laughs> um, I am low on the battery, but let's see what happens when I disconnect. There we go. Holy moly, we are now portable. So there is the Pi 400 running off a little battery. And uh, there's the sensor there. There's just a hot computer that you're looking at. Y'all are so hot. Look at that. <laughs> so cool. Not, it doesn't quite fit on my arm, you know. But uh, off we go into the wasteland. Um, very cool. I, I needed something to do like in an hour. Uh, it printed and I designed it in one hour and then I printed it in half an hour, which, which is what? <laughs> yeah, and then so, a reminder from KY Chem, Chem class, don't do that with the power on the Pi. I'm so sorry. I yeah, know. we know. I, I, I committed <laughs> so many atrocities today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but hey, here we go. Are you ready to jump into the, to the cyber deck? <laughs> sorry. So here's the cyber deck. Um, Lamar, I, I asked Lamar, Lamar if she could, if she had a, a technical drawing for the headers. So she, she like just sent me a PDF and I was like, this is great. So I modeled the headers because they're custom made. Nobody makes these only, Lamar is the only one who wanted these. So, uh, I, I figured I'd model it and I, I was able to make it with just two sketches. So that really inspires me to make a layer by layer tutorial on how I did that. So. If folks want to make their own custom headers and stuff, that, that, can, that can be helpful. How to use patterns and sketches and really break it down. Like, how do you make this with the least amount of steps and work inside of Fusion 360? And um, beautiful artwork, silkscreen from Philip Burgess. You can see, uh, what's the dolphin's name? Oh, I forgot. Mm -hmm. Timmy, Johnny, something. But that's uh, Johnny uh, Mnemonic, Mnemonic uh, Keanu Reeves before the matrix so that's pretty crazy and you know like that's the look i make when i get a data sheet that's a jpeg i'm just like <laughs> my eyes you know uh, but yeah i'll release this model uh, at some point <laughs> yeah all cool. right and that is in prototyping yeah. Add a couple more mounts. I think you want to add some little things so that the um, when you push down on this. It yeah, that's right. You saw marks. that it has a lot of wiggle there. Yeah, it's not killing the power, but that just doesn't feel right. So mm -hmm. we can add a little kind of wedge, a little guide that will um, just make it so it's a tighter fitting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jones. His name's Jones. Jones the dolphin. Sorry about that. Jones the dolphin. I should remember. Yeah, also pick up this awesome uh, AMG 8833 semi This will work with feathers too, because run in the same library. Um, so that's really cool. You can run this on a, on a feather for sure. And it'll boot up instantly, unlike the Pi. Because, uh, you know, Linux, right? So that's cool. I think we have those in stock. We just type in AMG. There it is. Here's the sensor. And in the demo code, we have it in the in the product page, we have it running with the Pi as well. But you can run it off of a, an Arduino or a CircuitPython board. Very, very cool update to the AMG 8833 Grid Eye. Very cool board. 
It's nice. pricey because look what it's doing. It's it's yeah, a heat it sensor a camera. <laughs> yeah, and these we, things are like hundred dollars. We were finally able to get the, these back in stock after uh, they were out for a while, a while. due to no. the pandemic. And they're in stock. So that's great. Cool. Happy with my demo. My my uh, predator view demo. All yeah, right. Well, with that, uh, suggesting the seven-inch display to go onto the cyber deck. Yeah. Right. And then That'd question cool. from um, Freddy or Freddy. Uh, about the matrix, yes, you can chain them together. There's a That's true. on the back. You can chain Ooh. two of them together. Yeah, four of them. Four of them, more. Six of them. Uh, Mr. Sonny Bruce is getting six of those to make a Linux cube. That's a thousand twenty. Oh. <laughs> He's doing the eBay route. Oh, okay. That's crazy. Right? That's actually what uh, you wanted to do with those. <laughs> yeah, make a cube, but I made one. I was like, oh, that's a simple like after coming off of the pi uh the pico midi controller like i just want to do an easy project <laughs> one that doesn't take two months and then ky chem class is saying yeah put it on your arm like a pit boy yeah oh, funny i don't have do i have the link to that to the pit boy pit boy the pit boy 4000 y'all should check out zach friedman's pi 400 build he has like handles and like a uh, a hud that's removable with magnets. Check out this it's giant. Oh yeah, it's Pit Boy yeah. 2000 MK1 replica. Yeah, here's a more. It's huge. <laughs> ah, Tinkercad. Did you post it? Uh, oh, it's in the uh, YouTube. Oh. Post it in the... I see it. There it is. Also, Zach Friedman did a cool one. But this one's like. Um, yeah, look how giant. You that can't one is. really <laughs> tell. That's a pie in there. That reminds me of like a like a, a Tormach. Is it a Tormach? Yeah, they just asked. Or if you haven't seen the Zach Friedman Cyberdeck build, you should check it yeah, out. Yeah, it's, please, it's please really post cool. Please links to your favorite one. Yeah, so that's cool. You want me to post this on the Discord? Oh, I already did. Okay, wonderful. And it's going out as a blog post uh, tomorrow. Wonderful. Yeah, I see it there. All right, well, let's uh, you know look at Community Makes this week. Yeah, since we're already looking at uh, these awesome makes. Yeah, so on Tuesdays, we do a little time lapse. And this was a print and place piece here. So let's check it out. Yeah, this is the uh, Articulating Sandworm from Dune. It's uh, designed by a Dark, or rather remixed by Dark uh, Kumquat. Kumquat, yeah. So this was originally the Articulating Slug. So of course, it had to be themed out to very awesome. Doom Sandworm hitting theaters, I think, sometime later this year or next year. Whoa. One of PT's favorite sci-fi franchises. Is it a franchise? Yeah. I don't know. This is a little guy. What's so cool about it, it is all print in place and articulates. You can kind of see how the inside of the um, joints are printed from the time lapse there. And it is so freaking flexible. It's so cool. I Excellent want a croissant. Weight. I know, right? That's what it looks <laughs> like. A croissant there. We're using this shiny copper. So you, you get that nice, like, shiny, shiny uh, not iridescent, like, just shiny, like, metal-looking um, PLA look to that. And it, excellent, like, tolerance testing for, for your really? printer. So you can yeah. see, can you print all of these sections without it fusing together? Even a little tail, too. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. A baby sandworm. Yeah. So let's take a look at it on Thingiverse. This is where we grabbed it. It's a remix. It looks like it was sanded here. That looks cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sanded down. Yeah, I looked at some of the reference images, and all of them came up red. Yeah. Um, I guess just original. because of the, um, the landscape inside of Dune is all red mm. and sandy. So here, if you like slugs more, you can download the original. It's a slug. By um, Isaiah, Isaiah. Different colors. Super cool. Printed place. Getting some Pangolian mine uh, vibes here. Mm -hmm. But uh, there you go. He's a potato. <laughs> you <laughs> usually find slugs. Yeah, it's so very cool. That is uh, this week's uh, community make. And then we have some more from the community. These get uh, sent to us via Thingiverse Make Alerts. So this is a remix of our IoT Gmail box project. So it uses a Huzzah Feather, 
um, and it connects to Adafruit I.O. and it uses if this then that to give you a, it has a built-in servo, so the flag will shoot up, letting you know it's a 3D printed mailbox. The flag lets you know you got an email. Inside the mailbox is the board. Um, so a Thingiverse user, Wardun, Ward, Wardun uh, remixed this to fit a, uh, I think an ESP style board with a Permaproto thingy and uh, a speaker here. So really, really cool. So now it has audio. It has like some extra things in the bass. Um, actually, he did the whole bass as well. So this is a really fantastic um, remix. Like made it really fully featured with sound effects. But yeah, you can put this together with any microcontroller. Um, that's what we like to see. So adding to it with the speaker, and I think that's an SD card holder. I didn't even notice that. So it's doing some data logging as well. There's a wiring diagram, and all the STLs are here as well. Very nice. Super awesome build. Making this again would be really cool too with a feather. Mm -hmm. I think ours used the feather, right? Because it had built-in lipo charging and all that. But hey, you can remix it and have some sound effects now. Very, very cool. And I like the stand for it because it, it really finishes the whole look. Here's what it looks like, Pedro. Like they're inside the Whoa. base. Yeah, right? It's super, super legit. On the back is the speaker and then the base is, mm. is the little micro USB. That is the cutest oh, micro cool. USB connector there. Super cool. Very awesome from, uh, thank you, Warden. Warden, who put nice. that together. A couple more, real quick. This is a lantern, a 3D printed lantern using the Circuit Playground Express. Circuit Playground is a really awesome board that has every, lots of built-in sensors and built-in NeoPixels. And if this image loads, we can get a look at this. It's, there it is. I didn't know you could have Whoa. GIFs in. Um, eh, they sometimes work. They sometimes work, so this shows you how you can really make some awesome stellar lighting effects, especially with the LED animation library for CircuitPython. That'll totally run on the Circuit Playground Express. And uh, this is a remix, I think, that we did um, of this lantern. The lantern was originally designed um, by, I forget her name, but it's a designer lady who uh, released it. And then we just fitted, we designed a bottom piece that fits to it. There it is. And uh, Sonia Verdu is the original designer of the, the lamp base piece, and then we just made the bottom fit. Check out uh, all of Sonia's designs there. They're incredible. Excellent, yeah. They're like gothy and like so intricate. Yeah, this could work for whatever, Halloween or some other thing. But yeah, it's a really, really cool. Uh, 3D printing custom lights is so great. <laughs> Such a fun thing. All right, and then uh, the last one. Close to the last one. This is a remix of the Raspberry Pi OctoPrint case. So this now fits the Pi 4, ah, which you'll notice I the Pi. Need you need to, to print this. Yeah. yeah. Well, the top I need, piece a, still I need works. to update everything to Pi right. 4. So this is the uh, the original. This is like one of our most popular projects because it's such a useful thing. It uses the we Pi need to, Pi need to TFT. Redo. Yeah, we need to redo it. It has like an open hinge, but yeah, it uh, it's it was designed for what a Pi. Two. two, yeah. And now we're on Pi 4, so shout out to... Um, yeah, there's lots of updates that we need to do. Asunik, uh, who, who remixed this to fit the right you know, portholes for the updated USB-C and HDMI connectors on that Pi 4. It's another snap-together you know, project that doesn't use screws, I think. So that's a cool little the remix. Best. Except then, when the little nubs break off. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and then the last one, of course, it wouldn't be Community Makes without a unicorn horn. Cool. We are the designers of the unicorn horn. <laughs> and uh, uh, Thingiverse user Crawl uh, posted this up, uh, blurred, blurred their face nice, and then it says Gaming Headset Unicorn. Ah. So printed on a BQB1 printer. And uh, yeah, it's got the color changing LEDs. Very cool. I, I always enjoy seeing um, the unicorn and like, yeah. Yeah, I think like two weeks ago it was on a horse. It was on a horse, that. yeah. It was like, I think it was on a cat and yeah. a dog. Yeah, look at all the unicorn horns that we've made, that people, the folks have made. It's quite fun. Lots of different ideas. Yeah, a cat. <laughs> Never gets old. Yeah, does it? And I have a tutorial on how to design mm -hmm. what I think is like the, was it, one of the was nicest. Was that one in 123D though? No, it's in Fusion. Okay. I, 
I did one in Maya, and then like four years later, I did it in Fusion. I remember asking one of the folks on the Fusion team, like, how do you do that? And they were just like, you know, I don't know. And like, <laughs> I figured it out, so I feel good about that. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's this week's Community Makes. Thank you, everybody, for posting the Community Makes. Awesome. Awesome prints, guys. Then we had some comments in the uh, Discord on what CAD packages to use. Had some suggestions on using Tinkercad, and then um, FreeCAD. It's and my mustache. Yeah, if you're filling up to it for Fusion 360, there are a ton of layer by layer tutorials that Noah's worked on Yay. if you want to get started on that. Yeah, shout out to folks who saw my latest one on, uh, on adding parts and working with external components. Uh, it, you know, it, it could be a very, very dry and boring topic, but it's like one of the most important pieces that took me a very long time to learn after like fighting with Fusion for so long. Um, so it, it really covers like some of the, the kind of basic essentials of working with components and, and uh, positioning them via joints and sketches. So, and then of course parametrically driven with user parameters so you can scale it and your parts will kind of grow with changes. Um, after just doing like what 300 guides you're like man I really hate making changes and then you spend more time <laughs> That's like the whole story about Circuit Python. It's like, oh man, if it was only easier to program, let's spend years developing <laughs> Circuit Python. Um, so yeah, you can get the parts um, from our GitHub repository. We always try to have a link down there in the description. So if folks want to grab our 3D models of these parts, you can uh, use them in whatever CAD package. All right, I think that's going to do it for this episode. We are over by like five minutes. I think our lunch is getting cold. It's okay. We'll heat it up. We do it for you. Um, thank you folks for, show, for showing up. We're going to be on the show and tell. We're not hosting this week, but uh, we'll host, uh, you know. I think next month. Next month. Yeah, we're doing it at the end of each month. Yeesh. So, everybody, make sure you all check out the Discord for all the links so you can join if you have something cool project that you're working on or any retro tech or anything else, really. Yeah. Anything else that's uh, yeah. tech-related is all game. And then right after that is Ask an Engineer at 8 p.m., full hour with Mar and Phil on all of the latest going on with products, maker community and news and more. Oh, top secret as well. Top secret, we'll see yeah. see some more keyboard stuff. Oh yeah, it's coming out. All right, folks in the Discord, we'll see you guys later tonight. For everybody else, remember to make a great day. Have a great one, see you tonight, bye.